Don't settle for simply being a better podcast. Have your podcast be completely different from what is already out there and stand out from the crowd. Hey, welcome to Impact Podcaster Academy. My name is Alec Casson, and I help podcasters create more impact and income with their podcast without them needing to go viral or rely on those pesky sponsors. So in a previous episode, we talked about three different uh, foundations that your podcast needs in order to grow and form like a really strong community around your show. And just to like briefly summarize what those things are, the first foundation is leadership. There needs to be a leader for people to follow. The second foundation is that your audience needs a bright future, something to look towards as they follow you on this journey. Now, the third foundation for creating a solid community, this is really important. It's both the fuel and the glue to having like a really good community. And when you do it properly, uh, this can make it much easier for people to both say yes to joining you on this journey and subscribing to your show. And it will also have these people wanna stay in your community for longer. So this third foundation is about creating a different experience for your audience. It's not just creating like the same experience, you're, pro- you're providing something new to help uh, get them to that future that you paint that you painted for them. It can be new in terms of like how you're doing things or what you're talking about. It can be new in terms of where you're even leading them. As long as it's different and it gets people what they want, then you're good. So most people will try to offer an experience that's an improvement. An improvement uh, would be getting something like a better sounding microphone or having like a better, more popular celebrity on your show. Uh, pretty much, you know, if you're doing, if you're, if you're trying to implement something that ends in ER, like, oh, the thing that I do is faster, or we do things longer, or we get it done shorter, cleaner, bigger, smaller, etc. You know, like that's, that would be considered an improvement. And if you provide an improvement, there's always something or someone out there that can out-improve you. But if you provide something different, Nobody else can compete with that. Uh, Wendy's, for example, the fast food chain, they didn't try to create uh, like a marketing message that says our burgers are better, tastier than McDonald's and Burger King. No, like the thing, the advertisement that got them really big was that they simply just told people that, hey, we don't ever freeze our burgers. Therefore, our burgers taste really fresh. And, you know, they're not outright saying that they have better burgers, they're just saying that they cook them different than all these other fast food restaurants. Like, see how that works? Because if they were to try to say, like, our burgers are better than McDonald's, well, someone who likes McDonald's would be like, no, they're not. Your burger, are make no, McDonald's burgers are better because I like McDonald's. But if you say, hey, you know, we, we never freeze our burgers, then, like, the person who likes McDonald's burgers, they're just going to be like, oh, well, that's different. Hmm. I might have to try that. You know, it's not challenging... Uh, their beliefs. A very neat advantage, actually, with that like marketing approach that I kind of like alluded there for a second, um, is that it allows people to like uh, save face. I don't know if you have ever heard that term before, uh, but like what I mean by this is that for someone to agree that Wendy's has better burgers than McDonald's, people have to agree that McDonald's burgers are worse. So if someone likes McDonald's burgers, they got the McDonald's T-shirts, they got all the McDonald's toys they might have a difficult time accepting any marketing message that's trying to discredit their burgers. 
However, you know, by saying that Wendy's burgers are prepared differently than McDonald's burgers, the McDonald's fan can have an easier time accepting the thought that maybe a Wendy's burger can also be delicious, but in its own unique way. So if you go the route of having an improvement as your, like, your unique selling point, the thing to try to get people in, then your potential listener, they have to admit to themselves that what they're listening to is worse. You know, if you're trying to say your show is better in some type of way, then they have to say, they, the listener has to like say to themselves, well, crap, I guess what I'm listening to isn't good. But if you're offering something, so like, yeah, if you're offering something faster, they have to admit their way is slower. If you have a smarter approach, they have to admit they're using a dumber approach. Um, and that's not like, you know, that's, that's, a, that's not allowing the person to save face. And no one likes to admit that they're using something that's inferior. You know, everyone likes, everyone wants to use the best thing for them. So they don't like admitting that what they're doing isn't that good. Um, but a new, a different experience allows your community to save face. It prevents them from feeling embarrassed because they don't have to directly admit that they're wrong. Um, <clears throat> another issue though, when it comes to improvement is that improving is difficult. You know, people don't, they don't want the improved thing, you know, for someone to improve at the gym, for example, all they got to do is just work harder. They got to lift heavier. They might have to run longer. They might have to eat cleaner. And honestly, that sounds exhausting, you know, <laughs> but if someone's able to do a new workout or start a new diet, It'll get, and, and they also believe it gets them the results that they want, then they're more likely to accept this new approach because they don't have to work harder. They just have to work differently. See how, you know, see how that works? Um, even with my online group coaching program, you know, it's a new approach to leading and structuring one's podcast that honestly, like, I, don't, I really don't see like a lot of other people doing at all. Everyone else talks about, oh, you got to improve the quality of your podcast, which means you have to admit your quality sucks, you know, but I'm not here to say that I want to improve your show. I want to help totally like transform it. You know, I want to help you to build something solid, like from the ground up type of thing. I like using the analogy of like a, like a bad car engine. You know, you might love your car, but if the engine's not working well, then don't change the tires. Don't get a new coat of paint, you know, swap out the engine. So, you know, I'm offering like what I'm trying, what I try to do with these shows is I'm trying to offer this new engine to get you where you want to go. And, uh, you know, when you can offer that to your community, they're going to actively seek you out. They're going to actively try to join you. And then once your audience is sold on that new approach, after that, then you can start improving on top of it. But if you keep, like, presenting, like, new opportunities, for example, um, like you, you sold someone on this new opportunity or, you know, this different experience, and you keep providing new different things, it, it'll eventually get people frustrated and, uh, and and very confused. So for example, imagine if like a religious figure like Jesus, he's telling his disciples a new commandment. Then the next week, he's like, oh, ah, here's another new one. Forget that one. Here's a new new, new one. And then, well, okay. A week after that, no, guys, a new, new command. It's like, oh, my God. Like, I'd be like, oh, it's confusing. I'm not really too sure what I'm doing here. <laughs> you know, and it probably would be annoying, too, at that point. But anyway, you know, Jesus doesn't do that. He makes one new commandment, and it's to love others how he's loved us. And then basically throughout the rest of his teachings, he's just, he's either demonstrating that or he's 
helping us better understand how to do that. Uh, once actually I was in a Facebook group and in order to get into the group, you had to spend $2,000 on their online course. Uh, it was a great community. I mean, it still is a great community. Um, but about like six months later, they came out with a new, new course. And it was trying to position itself as being the newer approach to creating content online. Meanwhile, like the previous course that I bought for $2,000, it was basically about the same thing. So I, it made me a little bit confused. I was also a bit annoyed because like when I bought that course, I was 100% sold on the idea that you know the first course that I bought was the definitive answer to help solve my problems. And then when they came out with like a new course saying, no, 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 guys, this is the best stuff. You're missing out if you don't get it. I was like, wait a second. I thought the previous course was the best stuff. How in the, hmm. You know, so as you can imagine, that gets very annoying and very confusing very quick. So when you have your new approach, when you offer, when you're offering something different and people are in, then you can begin to stack improvements on top of it, helping them implement that thing faster in a shorter amount of time or do it better or longer or whatever. So if you offer a new, like if you're offering something new or different, like a new or different way of studying for college, for example, you could stack on top of that where you're also showing a better way of taking notes. You know, that's okay. You can say like, hey, this is a different way of studying. And to help you study, let me show you how to take notes better. Like that would make sense. Or if you offer a different way of doing online marketing, you could then offer a stack where you help improve the way people spend their money on ads. It's like, hey, here's a new way of doing marketing and let me help you improve how you're spending your money on ads. You see, they build, like it builds on top of each other. And uh, the more you can build on top of like one thing after another, you know, the more valuable uh, your community uh, begins to get. So to wrap up this episode, uh, I'll mention some, some really key points here that I want you to remember. First thing is that sometimes uh, providing something new can simply be offering something different. When you offer something new, you aren't needing to compete for better. You're basically in a category of your own. So I want to know, how can your show be different from all the other shows that are out there? You know, what are the things that all these other shows are doing that they might be missing and then you can come in and offer that thing. I'd really love to hear some of the answers that you guys come up with in the comments. So let me know. And uh, thanks so much for listening. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Want to be part of a community of like-minded, impact-making podcasters? Or maybe you'd like to get access to exclusive trainings to help grow your podcast for free? If so, I highly recommend you come check out the Impact Podcaster Academy private Facebook group. In this group, I upload exclusive content, free downloads, and interact with members one-on-one. -on -one. It's a great place to ask questions, share feedback, and get plugged into a group of passionate and skilled people who can help take your show to that next level. It's a fun place to come learn, ask questions, and contribute in. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Impact Podcaster Academy. That's facebook.com forward slash group forward slash Impact Podcaster Academy.